guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And I am super excited today to have Dr. Johnson and Dr. Sands with Lynnhurst. What's up? Good morning. How are y'all doing today? Good. <laughs> doing pretty well. Yeah. I'm good. good. I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited, glad to, be to, here. Have excited you, to be here. Glad to have you guys on to chat for a little bit. Um, so Lynnhurst, most people are familiar with that, but I want you guys to quickly kind of introduce yourselves and give us a little bit of history about your time at Lynnhurst and just your background in general. Dr. Johnson? Uh, so yes, I grew up here in Winston, um, and I've always been familiar with Lynnhurst, literally always, um, because uh, my dad practiced at Lynnhurst um, up until he passed away in 2017. And so my earliest memories of Lindhurst and the office that used to be on Lindhurst Avenue were playing um, hide and go seek um, and Aww. wondering what stirrups were and and all the different things you would see in exam rooms um, and and then um, being a patient there myself um, as I got older and then and then getting to come back to Winston and start practicing so um, I have fun memories at all ages um, and just love love doing what I do now. Oh, was that always your plan to also practice at Lynnhurst? It wasn't. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought about teaching in high school. Um, and then it was still didn't quite know what I would do. And even when I went to medical school, didn't know if it would end up being that I wanted to do OBGYN. But I do remember asking my dad why he went into OBGYN. And his response was just that it was a more often than not a happy field of medicine. So where mm. you were more often delivering good news and taking care of uh, healthy patients and of course helping folks through harder times in life too. But um, that part sounded appealing to me at the time when he said that. And then it was the thing I really fell in love with in med school. Yeah, I've never thought about that, but that is true. The whole positive, giving the positive news probably more so. Most doctors prob- can't say that probably in other it's all, fields. Yeah. It's also the only pra- uh, specialty where you admit one patient and discharge two. So that, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. Double the fun. I yeah. like that. <laughs> or three. Or three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's what's your record? A number of babies yeah. delivered uh, delivered at one by time. one patient. But, yes. For me personally, it was when I was in residency in Chapel Hill. We had a mom who had quadruplets. Who. Bless her heart. I remember she had two boys at home and she wanted one little girl. And she oh. got her one little girl and got three more boys. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Wow. Yeah, you have me beat. Mine were triplets. Uh, triplets Which are in still residency. Rare. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, that's still, still very rare. rare. I'm sure twins are not common, but not uncommon. Triplets, yeah. you, don't, you don't hear about much. Yeah, we normally have several patients with twins at any given point. Yes. Are um, they generally surprised when you give them the news that it's twins? <laughs> I think everybody takes that a little bit differently. Yeah. You'll have some folks that are are just overjoyed, and then you have other moms that kind of look at you like, what would you just say? <laughs> Come again? Me. Yeah, exactly. So. so tell us about you, Dr. Sands. Uh, so my name is Tristan Sands. I am originally from Florida and uh, did uh, most of my training down in Florida and then ultimately came up to uh, Winston-Salem for residency training. Uh, completed my residency here and then actually um, kind of Dr. Johnson and I were talking in, in the uh, OB triage area one day and I had asked her about, you know, kind of sticking around town and employment and she was like, she took off from there and 
I guess the rest is history. Yeah. So uh, I've been at Lindhurst for about four years now. Oh, and wow. I really enjoy my time. So, yeah, Mel Johnson was my foot in the door. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, he's, I'm paying him well to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so how many doctors do you guys have at Lindhurst currently? Yeah, we have 12 doctors total. Um, and... Uh, Two have been uh, lucky enough to come out of our call pool. So we have 10 docs that uh, take call um, regularly, and we cover both Forsyth Medical Center and Wake Forest uh, Baptist Medical Center. Okay. And I'm assuming that you are taking new patients at Lenhurst just as a whole. Yeah, we are accepting new obstetric patients and new GYN patients. Um, uh, That's one of the benefits of having... um, 12 physicians and a range of uh, extenders, so uh, nurse practitioners and um, physician assistants is that we have the capacity and and we would welcome uh, anybody into our Linter's family. Awesome. Love it. So tell us really briefly, I know you probably don't use them, but the other spa services that Linhurst offers that people may not know about. I just recently found out. <laughs> yeah, so the... Lenders has a great spa, so, you know, treatment of um, skin issues and vein issues and, and um, you know, facials, so lots of different services offered um, at Lenders that are outside of your traditional, you know, medical practice. Um, and then also the services that folks are a little bit less aware of but are very much a, a medical practice, so your gynecologic issues, so... Um, issues with bladder leaking and and maybe pelvic pain, um, pelvic floor physical therapy um, are all services that are that are offered at the office um, in Winston and in some of our satellite locations too. And then um, we also try to make it easy for patients. So at least in our Winston office, we have bone density testing and, and mammograms. Um, oh, that's so up. convenient. Yeah. yeah. So for patients coming in for their yearly exam. So all those services I just mentioned are on our second floor of the building in in Winston-Salem. And it was just a few years ago, we moved into that building, which has been really nice for patients to have kind of all services under one roof. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's such a beautiful, it's a beautiful building. We've loved it. It's been the right move for our patients. (laughs) Yeah, for Uh, sure. but, But the old building had its, had its fun quirks, but it's been nice being in the new building. Yeah. So what is, asking both of you, what's the, your favorite part of your job? For me, definitely delivering babies. Um, I think, I think there's just, it's just such a special moment in a woman's life and a, in the life of both parents and the life of the whole family. Um, I think with COVID, the change in the whole family being present, you know, it it went from kind of almost an unlimited number of visitors in a waiting area and multiple people in the room at any given time to just that one visitor Mm -hmm. um, has, has, I know been hard for patients, but it's still been a really fun experience, of course. And I think patients have probably found it very peaceful and, and, you know, having that, that one person of their choice with them, um, I don't think has ended up being um, too sad or stressful for any patient. And it's still been, a really fun experience to share, of course, with, with yeah. the, the patient and her support person in the room with her. Um, but for me, delivering babies, I think yeah. it just you can't beat that special day. You know, that's a good point, The having just one person now. It honestly is probably better for some of these moms. It's, like, less overwhelming and stressful to feel like you have to have your whole family there. You don't want to hurt people's feelings, and now you're just like, sorry, just one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll own that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
How about you? What's your favorite part of your job? Uh, I think it's probably the continuity. I think that there is such a division in medicine where everybody kind of focuses in on one aspect of the human body and that's all they do and they focus on that. And and certainly we have that, that focus uh, for for women's health, but but it's it's from you know early on age where where uh, a young teenager may need some sort of you know hormonal assistance, uh, regulating their menstrual cycle, all the way up to menopause and and needing a hysterectomy or health controlling bleeding later on in life. Um, I, I think that establishing the rapport. Having that continuity that continues on for years and years, and and as Dr. Johnson said, you know, delivering their babies along the way, you know, mm-hmm. is, is just such a cool experience um, yeah. to be able to share. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I know my mom always. We ran into the doctor that delivered me a few times, and she—that's such a big deal to the mom. This is who delivered you. I mean, it—it's a very personal. You know, you never forget who delivered your baby. It's yeah. very, um, even family doctors. I think. You typically stick with them too, but it's a whole different relationship, I'm sure, that y'all have with your with your patients. Right, and that's a story that everybody has. Everybody has a birth story, right? Yeah. And so, so to be able to share that is an awesome experience. Yeah. Oh, that's special. So, I want to take a few minutes to get to know you guys. I have a couple lightning round questions. Oh, nice. Are y'all ready? Yeah. I Nervous? Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're easy. All right. Number one, on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? Ten being good. Uh-huh. Ten being good. One being not, I'd say nine and good. a half. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Oh, no. Ten. Hippa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was just yeah. Nine with family, ten with work. <laughs> yeah. The work and family is different. Yeah. Very different. I hear you. What's your favorite day of the week? Thursday. Baby Friday, right? <laughs> Yeah, you have the anticipation of the weekend, but it's not none of it's past yet. Yeah. So mine's you. different. Mine's definitely Monday. So Monday is our OR day. So Dr. Johnson, Dr. Hatch, and I, we all have our, uh, we all share our Monday OR day. So we're all at the hospital together. That's the day that you get to deliver all your babies, do surgery, and then typically in the afternoon you get to come back and see patients in the office. So that's always like the highlight of my week, and, and it's fun. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. I love that, too. <laughs> She's like, wait, can I change my answer? I like I know, Monday I know. I like, I like his answer. <laughs> that's funny. At what age do you want to retire? I'm not supposed to have time to think about this. I'll go, I'll go while you think about it. So I don't think that you ever retire, right? So I don't ever want to get to a point where I am just sitting around doing nothing. I need something to keep me going. And so, yeah. you know, it may not be that I'm doing exactly what I'm doing right now in 20, 30 years, but I'm definitely going to be doing something. And I, I, I don't think I can slow down. Yeah. That's a good answer. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think about retirement, which which is that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why I don't have really an answer. Um, yeah, because I agree that I'll always probably be doing something, and I don't see it being anything different for mm-hmm. a long, long time. Though I realize every year that passes, I'm aging. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, patient, I'm just in denial. And patient care may not be the same for what we're doing now as it would be in 20 years. You know, but oh, but sure. that. that that service to others, and and I, I don't think you go into medicine these days without uh, wanting to like serve others and you know help people out. Exactly, that's kind of that's why you go into it. Right. I'm I'm sure to help other people. Yeah, I like that. I think retirement has changed. I think 
you know, my grandparents probably, it was like, you count down the days till when you get to retire from the corporation that you've given time to. But I think it is just different now. You People, you know, find the jobs they love to do and they want to stay in it and they want to keep themselves occupied for longer. Okay. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough, but I'm allergic to it. So I have what? to make my own. I know I'm allergic to cookie dough. What a so bad I have thing. To, to make my own, but it's worth it. So you make your own Well, no, ice I just cream? get vanilla ice cream and then I get gluten free chocolate chip Gosh cookie you. dough. I was, okay, I was just and imagining you like making the cookie dough from scratch and like making no. the ice cream. Oh, no. I was like gonna be really impressed. And even better <laughs> is using about two thirds cookie dough and only one third ice cream. Mm. I like that ratio. <laughs> What about you? So probably prior to meeting my wife and having kids, I'd never really ate ice cream. Ever. Yeah. Uh, That's however, so sad. I, well, it, was it just wasn't something I, so I was interested in, but but that has all changed. Yeah. And so it has kind of become a tradition at my family where we go to Kilwins. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, our place is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I get a combination of fudgy chocolate and then there's like coconut something. You put those Toasted two coconut. To, toasted coconut. Oh, that that's so good. it. That's yeah. not chocolate on it. Yeah, that's their number one flavor. They have like the numbers in the oh, window really? and toasted coconut, last time I was there, had the number one beside it. Yeah. So. It's the most popular. You mix that with fudgy chocolate. And, Ooh, I need uh, to try yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good combo. <laughs> it's like an Almond Joy yeah. or a Mounds. That sounds delicious. Okay. What is, are y'all familiar with the five love languages, Gary Chapman? Yes. Do you know what your love language is? Is this a multiple choice test? So, okay. <laughs> I think it's doing things. A, B, C. Isn't that one of them? So, doing yeah, things? we have quality time. Acts of service, probably what you're referring to. Maybe acts of service. Um, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts are the five. Not are the first two. Quality time, actually. Quality time. Yeah, it's not number A two. A little it's bit of acts one. of service. Qual- yeah. Most people have, like, potentially two prominent ones. Yeah. Mine's physical touch because if I have, like, a bad day or something, I come home and my wife gives me, like, a back rub or a head rub or something, man. It, and you're like, good to go. Yeah. You're set. <laughs> you're not listening to this. I know this about, well, doctor, see, I've got to figure out how to uh, make you feel loved at work. This is going to be tough. <laughs> it's COVID times, it's tough. COVID yeah. times, it's very tough. Six feet. I'm, I'm physical touch, too, so it's, it's a challenge yeah. right now. You yeah. can't give as many hugs. Uh, yeah, well, we were talking about it earlier, and it's interesting, the love languages. It does it does apply to work, too. It's your, you know, of course, your relationship or your marriage and your kids, but also your team at work. It's important to kind of know what other people's love language is, how you can best communicate with Maybe them. Maybe I should change mine. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change. I think it's, like, innately. I don't know. That's funny. Okay. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Two to three. Two in the morning, like, no questions asked. And then maybe a third. How do you drink your coffee? I wish I could say black. I'm on envy. I have envy of black coffee. Oh, uh, me too. I but can't I do don't. It. Lots of cream and Splenda. Yeah. I found this creamer. It's co- it's coconut cream, but it's not overwhelmingly coconut. But we just talked about coconut, so you like it. Mm, it, it. Worth it. Try it out. I think it's coffee. It's like Coffee Mate, who I don't ever usually buy. But the coconut cream flavor is... Heavenly. How'd you find that? I think just, I mean, at the grocery store, I always try different ones. And I think they were out of my favorite. And so I just randomly tried that one and delicious. TMI, maybe, but 
coconut oil is actually a much better lubricant than like the KY jellies and the other things sold in the pharmacy. Huh. So it, it so for patients, I tell them to go to the grocery store, get some coconut oil, go to the baking section and pick up coconut oil, <laughs> and it's much better than the KY jelly that evaporates immediately. Um, because it's water-based, yeah. but important for condom use because water-based um, lubricants don't interfere with condom use. Oh. Man, what a transition so. that was. <laughs> well, we talked about coconut in two different forms this of coconut. This is going to be the coconut cream, episode. Ice cream, yeah. and now oil. Oh, man, this is great. I love it. It's also great for baking. Like It just gets you a big thing of coconut oil. Exactly. Costco. Yeah. You just got to go Costco and stock up. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. So back coffee. to the coffee. How much uh, do you drink? One cup, never more. You're strict. Yeah, and cream, no sugar. That's it. Yeah, one cup. I I envy that too. My mom drinks coffee black. I wish I could do it. It's so I can't. cool. It's yeah. so cool. She's like, I'll never go back. That's I'm like, it's huh. supposed to be. That's, that's the way it's grown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so bitter. I need a little bit of you know. I have a little bit of coffee with my cream. <laughs> When I was in residency, we had a, a, one of my co-residents. He was an older gentleman, and he loved black coffee. And he would go and he would only drink if it was very, very hot. And so he would constantly be getting new cups of coffee, but then he would leave them out all over the resident <laughs> workroom. And so I don't know if you ever saw the movie Signs, where like they have all the cups of water. We would joke with him because we would just have all these cups of coffee all over the place. That is funny. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> Okay, what do you think is the best age? I'll go. She's thinking. <laughs> yeah, I need to start looking at you first. We're 30, yeah. 30s. Definitely 30s. I'm going to give a range for this, and here's okay. why. Because, okay. and maybe maybe late 20s, early 30s, because, you know, in your early 20s, you're still figuring out who you are, right? Mm -hmm. by, by your late 20s, hopefully you kind of know who you are. That's also where... Um, at least I started having kids, and that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, you kind of you kind of are like in a good spot, right? You, yeah. you are you're healthy enough that you can go out and do fun things, and um, you have kids that are fun to play with. Uh, <laughs> but you also aren't you know 21 anymore. So yeah. There's there's a a little bit more maturity that comes along with it. But maybe 40 is awesome. I don't know. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Uh, I have uh, three kids. Oh, exciting. All right, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, so I, I love, except for knowing my children, I wouldn't change anything about that. I have three children as well. I would have to say any age between about maybe five and 12. Huh, okay. Uh, like, no responsibility. Is life is so good. You got nap time. Naps. For part of yeah. that. Yes. Naps are good. Yeah. And so um, I think just there's nothing like being a child, and, and especially those preteen years that before before the hormones start up isn't it yeah. so, so ironic so, though how so you wonderful. just want to grow up so bad when you're that age and then you get older you're like wait take me back yeah and yeah. that's a really good age because you're potty trained but you're not <laughs> you're, you're you're post potty but pre-pubertal yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully you're potty trained <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay two more questions do you believe in love at first sight uh no Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Only yeah. because I I think my husband is so handsome, but but You had to get I, to know him. I had to get to know him. Sure. Yeah. 
So I do love books about love at first sight. I think that's pretty exciting when it's fiction, but I don't think it's reality. And I think it's a good thing that it's not reality yeah. because there's so much more on the inside. It's more, there's more to it than that. It's deep. All right, last question. The deepest of all. What does a person need to be happy? Uh, I think this goes into those, like, they like the economic uh, requirements for, for happiness. It's like you got to be loved. You have to have shelter. You have to be fed. Uh, and you have to be satisfied with what you do in life. Mm-hmm. I think faith in, in something. Um, I think uh, family is important, and it doesn't have to be biological family. It can be sure. your you know, community. Um, and I guess food and shelter never hurt. But um, I would say the main things for, for me are faith and family in whatever form they are for an individual. I like that. I like that. Good food. Good food. <laughs> that that's just extra happiness. <laughs> Good food that has coconut. Yeah, coconut. <laughs> yeah. For head to toe purposes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, it was so great to chat with y'all today. Do y'all have any last comments you need, want to make about Lyndhurst or the? Or I guess how do you find Lyndhurst? Where's your? Y'all have a few locations, but where's the main location? The Winston office is um, kind of in the main strip of Stratford um, called uh, Hainstown Court, so kind of behind the P.F. Chang's and the Walmart Grocery that are in the newer shopping center there mm-hmm. where Haynes brand factories used to be. Um, and they have all the services I'd mentioned before. We also have a Mount Airy location, a King location, and a Kernersville location um, okay. just to make it more convenient for patients who live in those areas. Um, and what's so. your website? LyndhurstGYN.com. Okay. So people can probably find whatever they want to find about y'all at your website. That's right. You can read our bios. <laughs> See <laughs> your headshots, which I've been updated in the past five years. I heard yeah. headshots are getting updated soon. Kelly told me that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why update your headshot, though, if it was taken, you know, mine was taken eight years ago, so I'll always look eight years younger and then nine years younger and then ten years younger, so I'm not updating mine. <laughs> I'm progressively losing hair in all of my pictures, so, yeah, they may stay the same as well. Yeah, but we have all of our services on the website. You can read about the spa treatments that are there as well. Awesome. Um, uh, the... Uh, call schedule is also on the website. And then um, uh, the other thing that we didn't mention actually earlier is that uh, for our pregnant patients, we offer uh, classes. And since COVID has kind of shut things down for a while, we're getting back into our pregnancy classes, including um, our breastfeeding classes, our Lamaze class. Um, and so we have had to adapt to that, but the sign-up sheets are there as well. Cool. Good to know. Well, it was great to chat with y'all. It was so nice to chat with y'all. Yeah. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on Instagram at Forsyth Mags. And you can find all of our publications on our website, ForsythMags.com. And that is a wrap. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.